What's good, everybody? Prefer not to say. James and Greg back. We did that uh, classic thing where we had a nice little four-week run, and then we're back on that not-doing-a-regular-thing bullshit. <laughs> Can't help it, man. I, be to be fair, one of, the, one of the weeks was Mother's Day. Yeah. So I, I was at my mom's house for a little bit, and then I just sort of forgot. And then the other week, you couldn't. Yeah. <coughs> life be lifing sometimes. You know how it is. Life be lifing. Speaking of life be lifing, to, to kick things off, because there's no real plan for this episode like I try to do. Uh, so we're just going to wing it. But uh, I'm going viral on TikTok right now. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but not for reasons I would ever hope to. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's nothing bad. So there was this um, video someone posted few days ago mm-hmm. and it was a call to action for christians to cancel target oh here we go because you know they had a, uh, they got like you know pride stuff you know pride clothing in the youth yeah. section yeah and so i stitched it and was like hey instead of canceling target why don't you guys cancel all those clergymen that groom and fuck children on a regular basis <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> and um so when did i post that yeah, I posted it this morning. I don't remember the exact time this morning. It was probably like 8 or something in the morning. Um, as of recording this, it currently has 55,529 views. Hey. 5,052 likes. Getting up there. 628 comments. And I had less than 50 followers. Mm-hmm. I now have 173. Hey. Post a couple more videos like that, and you're good. You're golden. And I'm getting notifications on more activity, like, consistently. It's like every every minute, I swear. Like, every 30 seconds, there's a new notification of, like, some comment. And, dude, the comments are wild, all this arguing that's going on. This is it. This is your rise to fame. Off a, off a, off a Target video. <laughs> Yeah, who who knew all you had to do was call out Christian hypocrisy and you could just go viral? Well, I'm, if I'm being real, dude, like all you gotta do is say something that's like, uh, uh, what's the word? I shouldn't even say controversial, but say something that like the the younger generations are like emotionally connected to, you know? And the whole leaving leaving the LGBTQ plus community alone is is something huge, and then like. <laughs> Not diddling kids is a big fucking deal. Well, I just figured I was like, oh, maybe I'll get lucky and get like a, a couple thousand views and maybe some comments. And then it started climbing. And once it hit like 5,000, I was like, oh, okay. And then it hit to like 9,000. I was like, oh. And then it passed 10,000. You need to you need to have your cats in the next video. Oh, I got to do something to keep the momentum. You got to keep, you got to use the cats. Like use the cats in the videos. I'm telling you, dude. Buddy over here posted a video of his cat, like, sitting at the table, looked like he was playing card games. Got literally, like, millions of views. <laughs> it got used in, like, other people. It got stolen and used in other people's videos. And, like, there was a whole thing where people were commenting on it, be like, this isn't yours, this is this guy's cat. Like, oh, <laughs> wow. the funniest shit. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I got to do something. I- I'm definitely going to start posting regularly, though. Also, some of the comments are just so dumb. Like, one of my favorites, and I, I just had to be very, very, I don't even know what to call what I just did. Yeah, you know, I, I had to just amp up the sarcasm. But this dude said, um, 
in reference to clothes, he says, I'm not putting perv clothes in my kids. So many sex offender out there that like little kids also boy are boys clothes can't CHG probably tried to say change and then that ever and i was like i i don't recommend putting clothes in your children <laughs> they're usually one on the outside of the body dude some people can't type i swear well i don't know i think it's just old people not knowing how to work technology who knows yeah in the time that we just spoke when i last rattled off my numbers i now have 175 followers hey let's go and another five comments. Oh no, this is like oh no, it's it's comment. Someone added my video to their favorites. Someone liked my video. This is so much fun. And now you see why people do it. Now I just gotta now, see now 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 that that caught on, it's like the algorithm's probably gonna be a bit nicer to me. Yeah. Hey, yo, he posted something we can advertise on. Promote him! <laughs> so, but now it's like, ooh, if I can get more consistent views, I can plug all my other stuff. Yes, sir. But hey, by the way, I've got podcasts if you want to hear me ramble about other things. <laughs> I was produce music. Yeah, I, I, was, I was hoping I'd go viral for like something I did like with my music, but this is fine too, I guess. Hey, man, eyes are eyes. Yeah, that's true. It's like... Going viral for anything is just free marketing. Oh, so I didn't... Oh, wow, that's quite a change. Now it's at over 57,000 views. Yeah. That's 2,000 more than when I just said the 55,000. Yeah, so today, on today's episode, we're just going to sit here while James counts <laughs> his, his views and his likes. <laughs> oh, too bad we can't do video of this and I can just like plug it onto the screen to, that we can watch in real time and make comments. But in other news, that's more interesting. Uh, the Writers Guild of America went on strike. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's that's going to be really interesting. Didn't that happen? Weren't we in like a writer strike in the nineties? There was a writer strike in two thousand seven. That's what it was. Yeah, and that's why. Um, that's one of the reasons why Heroes got ruined. I just remember. Yeah, I was going to say. I just remember that it happened when I was younger, and uh, it was like Heroes season three, I think tanked horribly because of the writer's strike well it was uh it was actually season two because they oh. just cut it early okay okay that's why it's only like 11 episodes also um because I, I think i had the dvd box sets of the show at one point i was watching like the special features or something like that and it said that uh originally he was supposed to miss and drop the shanti virus mm-hmm. and then there was going to be this like whole arc in dealing with the spread of the virus. And then there was going to be like one person that they pick up who could actually help with it. And it was going to be this whole thing. And a lot of that stuff got used for, um, footage for that, like a uh, dystopian future that that one hero traveled mm-hmm. back from. So yeah, footage got repurposed for that. But yeah, that, that ruined a lot of shows. Also, some shows had weird outcomes. Like entourage season three ended up getting like double the episodes of a normal season. What the hell? Yeah, they did like part one and part two. They did a bunch of episodes before the strike and then a bunch of episodes episode. And it's like 30 episodes or something like that. And that show, other seasons aren't that long. Wow. And then that also, you know, may or may not contributed to the rise in reality TV during that period. No, it 100% did. And it was unfortunate. It was, dude, it was a whole era. It's like everywhere you looked, it was just reality TV shows. So, yeah. Uh, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be wild because uh, I think I think the Actors Guild and the Directors Guild are up for negotiations pretty quick here. And if they don't like it, what they what they're getting offered, they're probably gonna go on strike too and just shut down the whole industry. Eh, I'm okay with it. Which is gonna be wild because they're gonna be like not gonna be able to do anything. But hey, you know what? Pay people more. That's all you have to do. And then they're like, oh, they're considering doing, they're considering, like, the industry at large is considering doing, um, having AI write scripts of public domain properties and then hiring writers after the strike to polish up the screenplays. And I'm just like, you really think any of these writers are to go for that? I sure hope not. And then they... I don't know. When it comes to, like, implementing AI in, in, in the workforce... I'm I'm kind of like I'm on both sides of the fence, you know. <laughs> it's it, it's like every time I hear about someone bringing up some new idea or some new company talking about they're going to use AI to do X Y Z thing and lay off like ninety percent of their workforce, I'm like, that's halfway there. Like the, we're 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 almost there. Yes, lay off the workforce, but the, you need a UBI after that. Yeah, and and it's it's funny because it's like there's so many things that it won't be able to do effectively. And the cost to implement automation at the scale that everybody's afraid of, there would never be much of a return on investment. Because you got to think, if nobody's, you know, if we cut all these jobs, how are they going to buy the <laughs> stuff? Right. I saw this one tweet and it made me sad. It said, uh, <laughs> we're still working our lives away while AI gets to make art or something like that. No, I was like, he's, it's like that's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the other way around. Well, I mean, you saw what happened when <laughs> tried to have that robot back in boxes all day. <laughs> oh yeah, it just off itself. Yeah, it was like, mm, no thanks. <laughs> it only took fifteen minutes. Well, I mean, at this, at this, at how fast a computer can process information, I don't know. That fifteen minutes probably felt like a few lifetimes. Imagine if somebody like fresh into the workforce did that, like a human. Worked 15 minutes and then killed themselves? I'm yeah. sure it's happened. Just like, uh-uh, nope, this is not it. It had to have happened. But yeah, I just, yeah. Well, also, it's funny because it's like like all the other unions are standing in solidarity. Like, they haven't gone on strike, but like none of them are crossing the picket line. That's good. Seth MacFarlane, um... Quit Family Guy and American Dad temporarily until the strike gets resolved. Seth MacFarlane quit Family Guy and American. Isn't he like all of uh, like the cast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He 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 left the shows while this is going on. Wait, aren't they his shows? Yeah. How does how does he he just so he just stopped it's, his projects? Well, the thing is, is oh, he's just the voice now. Oh, for the okay. shows like he doesn't have he, he he does he's not involved in the writing he's not involved it's like yeah he's he's like the executive producer and does stuff in those capacities but yeah they because they use a whole team of writers i didn't well i mean like i mean i what i mean to say is like it's it's his it's his uh ip like he created it right right so he's he's the founder he 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 owns all of it Right, so for him to say, "Oh, well, I'm stepping away from the show until X Y Z is resolved," is just him saying the show's done and it's not coming out again until X Y Z is resolved. Kind of wild, right? Yeah, massively I mean, like <laughs> nine figure property. He's like, you know what? You guys can kick rocks. Figure this out. <laughs> it's funny though because it's like 
I almost feel like any amount of like people like Seth MacFarlane could do this, and it ultimately still has a chance of not having a, a, a resolution, you know, because it's entertainment. You know, and at the end of the day, there's other entertainment available. Now, if there was something critical, like if it was like, all right, the writers, or the writers are going on strike, so like, I don't know, uh, logistics uh, workers across the nation went on strike. Trucks don't move anymore. But like, all right, that's that's a critical issue that needs to be solved now. You know, I think I, what I'm trying to say is, I think it'd be uh, more effective for there to be solidarity across um, professions. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of the unions, I think even like the sports unions have made statements like all these unions were like, yeah, we're not crossing the picket line. It's like we stand with the writers, even like a lot of people, like a lot of actors and stuff and just uh, so many people in the industry are like, yeah, no, this is bullshit. But the but the execs are now uh, all big mad, which is funny because everyone's like, hey, how about we just get AI to replace the CEOs? Yeah, for real. It'd be pretty wacky, but I'm all for it. I mean, yeah, you just, it's like AI could make decisions like a CEO probably more effectively. And even then, you wouldn't have to, like, go exactly by their word. I don't know. Uh, if, you put in, if you put an AI in charge of something like that, it's like people giving up their sovereignty to a machine, right? And that's, there's, that, there's that whole fucking paranoia about that. But, like, I think no corporate entity would give up control like that or decision-making like that to a program because at the end of the day, the program is probably going to start finding solutions to problems that they don't want, you know, like, Oh, well we need to have X, Y, Z project done in this amount of time. And the human workforce is capable or has proven like, historically capable of producing at this rate while well, the easy the simplest solution is to just hire more people <laughs> they're like what pay more money no thanks kill that program right now yeah it's it's just wild it's yeah but, but the big thing is everybody's trying to make it so that they you know solidify like hey we're going to implement things that make sure ai doesn't take over because that's one of the things they're also refusing. Like one of the agreements they want is like we cannot be replaced by AI, and they're just not budging. And it's like, do you realize like AI is, regardless of what it can do, it's still very limited in the context of art and things that humans consume. Yeah. Like no matter how good AI is going to get, it's like you still need humans making these things. The way I, the way I like to put it is that all these programs that people make these purported self-learning algorithms they can only learn from what's what's there they can't create new concepts people can't you know so if you have ai driving you know writing it's just going to look back on all, all all of history and just create stories out of like bits and pieces of that you know and whereas a human can fabricate an entirely new concept yeah or it's like you know oh it's similar to like, like just inspiration in general, like an AI can't be inspired. Yeah, they can compile data from all these properties, but it's not like how like think about a Jordan Peele movie. Each of his movies has like eight other films he's influenced by that he just pulls these puts these threads together and just makes something his own. 
You know, an AI is probably going to put out something so bland and it's like you'd have to have someone touch it up. But it's funny because will it be actually be will it be a touch up or are people just going to have to do straight rewrites? So it's like, well, you need writers anyway. But their argument will be that they need less writers, less people and more money. That's the goal. It makes no sense. Well, the more unemployed writers you have, the more people competing for writing positions, the lower you can drive the wages. I think at that point, I think people are just going to start quitting. Because, I mean, writers already aren't making good money now. I think people should steal more. Steal more? Yeah. Like, not from other people, but, like, <clears throat> any any uh, corporate entity. It's like this one thing I saw. There was a clip. I, I don't know. It was, was it the L.A. riots? I don't know. Some riots out west. They've had many significant riots over the years, but someone was like, yeah, I've never seen quite the solidarity in people rioting. People were like, you know, stealing furniture and helping each other put couches on their cars. It was like, of course. <laughs> A time from warm, happy camaraderie is in the midst of chaos. Well, yeah, because it's all the people that are suffering coming up. <laughs> I think I even saw been that. exploited like, for too long. Well, no, it wasn't even just them. I think I remember saying, like, I don't know, maybe it was a clip of Snoop Dogg saying that, like, Tupac was out looting and stuff too <laughs> just because or like some rappers were doing it just because they just you know I, I obviously it's like whatever was going on was awful so it's like they wanted to be part of the revolution but like imagine I, I just couldn't imagine just being like yo let's just go everyone else is doing it let's do it sounds like a good time breaking the store and steal all the snacks <laughs> just loot dumb shit <laughs> I just I just loot a Spencer store just for the fun of it. Nothing in there I need. Just the solar stock actually empties out. <laughs> loot a Wetzel's pretzels. <laughs> Steals a skateboard, rides it ten feet, realizes he doesn't know how to skateboard, abandons it. <laughs> <laughs> R- riots the real life sandbox game. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah. Back to the Rambleverse. So did you hear what's happening in Florida? I mean, there's a lot of things happening in Florida. <laughs> Every time. It's like, so did you hear what happened in Florida? I kind of don't want to. <laughs> no, there is some um, immigration bill that they passed, and it resulted in like a bunch of immigrants just straight leaving the state. <laughs> Not planning to leave. People were leaving in droves. Like The farms in construction era, like sites don't have workers right now. Good. Oh, what's that? The consequences of your own actions. Damn. Yeah, and there was one guy who was talking about how they, they've had, like, you know, locals come out and work, and then after a week, they can't handle it because it's too much work. Yep. Also, um, truck drivers are standing in solidarity for this immigration bill. There are a bunch of truck drivers who are like, I'm not delivering to Florida now. Got him. Also, Ron DeSantis keeps trying to take on Disney, and that dude's about to get decimated by the mouse in the most epic way. Apparently, Florida or Disney canceled like a a billion dollar project that was going to result in a bunch of jobs. What? Yeah. What was this? 
I don't remember. I don't remember what the project was. I'm assuming it had to do with Disney World. But yeah, no, there was a big project they had that was going to have all these jobs and all this money spent, and they just canceled it because of DeSantis being a jackass. Florida's going to wind up getting separated from the U.S. <laughs> Seems like Escape from L.A., but it's Escape from Florida. But I just, I just, you have to have the audacity to try to take on the mouse, dude. Disney does not play around. Yeah, a lot of people talk about like Bezos being like out of control. Like wealthy, but like I don't know. I feel like Disney's at the point where they could like claim an entire nation, and be like this is mine. I mean, they pretty much are their own entire nation, right? But yeah, wild things happening. So I actually saw a video that was actually very disturbing. Someone was talking about uh, I don't. It got on the topic of like Nazi Germany, and they were talking about how. Um, the amount of years, what was it, like the six years it took to fully dive deep into the fascist state that they became. And I think they passed like 400-something laws. And we've had like 470-something laws passed this year alone that are just really bad and harmful to certain individuals. Uh, why am I not surprised? Oh, yeah. The Republicans are doing everything they can to try to ruin everything before they lose power. I think Montana is the first state to try to is trying to ban TikTok because the federal ban thing hasn't really progressed. Mm-hmm. So uh, Montana's doing it, and apparently, which people are like, how can they do it? And I was like, well, the App Store can geo block a state, but then someone pointed out that uh, I think per regulation, Apple and Google can't block apps from individual states. And if they do, it's like a ten thousand fine, ten thousand dollar fine, like a day or something like that. Like per per user, or because like ten. No, it, it's just it's just shit. per day for the offense, not like per user. Oh, because that because, ain't because shit. it's because it's geo blocking by the state, and I think that's what they're they're going by. Like the state's a singular entity. So if they geo block Montana, then they pay ten thousand dollars a day, something like that. They get some uh, fines. That's wild. Because I think someone said they can't actually do that. That's a ridiculously small amount of money, though, for for a corporation that big. That's like I don't know, less than a penny. I think I think it could be just a, just amongst tech in general, big and small. Like I like I know like I know tech's regulated in that kind of way, where it's like you know, big or small. It's like all of you have to follow certain guidelines. Yeah, th- today's times are wild. It's new stuff every day. It's an adventure. Remember back in the days before social media, when we just you know. Didn't hear about it unless it was on the news and we were kids, so we didn't watch the news. Yeah. I actually learned about a lot of uh, current events in school because of that. You know? <clears throat> it's it's like one of your classmates has, like, uh, a better home life. Like, their, their father makes more money, so their mom's at home all day, and she watches the news, and then she says it around their kid, and their kid brings it to school and spreads it. Oh wow, that's such a very slow way for things to just spread. Right. <laughs> it's like so this person's mom's brother heard from his dad's uncle's sister. Unless it's like some national crisis and then it's like, you know, the principal of your school's like, "All right, all teachers, put put this on right now. Traumatize the kids." <laughs> oh, I got pulled out of school the day of 9/11. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't even remember what I did. I don't remember if I was there. I don't remember if I got pulled out. I don't I don't remember thinking about 9/11 until like a year after it. Yeah, I got my mom pulled me out of school and 
Like, like we hadn't heard about it in the school yet. She pulled me out. She says, we are under attack. And my first response was, what did you do? Because <laughs> I thought we meant literally we. <laughs> Sorry, that's good. <laughs> We're under attack. Mom, what did you do now? <laughs> <laughs> It's not from who. <laughs> it's what did you do? When, when you're a kid and you hear the words we, you don't automatically think America. Oh, man. That's funny. Yeah. Yep, I, I remember exactly. Yeah, there are certain things I just remember. Like, um, I remember the very first night Adult Swim aired, which was... 22 years ago now. Almost. Wow, that's kind of wild to believe. 22 years. We're getting old. Too old, man. Holy shit. But not really, because it's like... we're. It's like hobbits, man. You're a kid till you're, what, 30? Nah. I... I... I okay, so my grandfather had this, 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 this hat, right? With this funny little saying on it. And it was something like... Um, Something along the lines of like grandfathers aren't aren't grown ups. They're just they're still kids. They just have bigger toys, you know, like the tractors and shit. And I think I imprinted some of that into my brain forever because like I don't think I'm gonna be air quotes an adult ever. I don't think I've ever felt like an adult. Right, that's what I'm saying. I had actually one of one of my favorite artists. He was talking about how uh, I think it was like his 42nd birthday, and he's like, I am I'm now an adult. He's like, when you're in your 30s, you're you're just a big kid still. I was like, yeah. I get that. But, you know, we, we don't force ourselves to give up our toys because, you know, they're for kids. That's the difference. We're also aging differently. Yeah. It was like waiting for this whole, like, giant metamorphosis event where you, where you just go to sleep and you wake up one day and you're like, all right, I'm about my business and no more fun and settle down and raise a family and all that. And never happened. Never came. And then some people who kind of did that but didn't realize, oh, I don't have to settle down by society yeah. standards. I can do what I want. Yeah. Yeah. What What else has been going on? I don't know. There's just a lot. It's just so chaotic, and there's just so many things. I think, uh, oh, the Cannes Film Festival is going on right now. They just screened the new Martin Scorsese movie, which is, like, I think four hours long. Oh, my goodness. I don't, I don't think I'm going to, like, I don't think I'm going to see another four-hour movie. Anything like anything that breaches like three hours, I'm like, all right, y'all need to calm down. Like Dune Part Two later this year, probably gonna be the last big, you know, like long movie I see for a long time. It was so refreshing seeing the new Evil Dead movie, and it was only like 97 minutes. Yeah, that was just oh, I, I missed that. You could cram so much enjoyment into such a short time. Get in and out real quick. Speaking of that movie, the only thing I felt like it lacked was like that that classic Evil Dead comedy. Yeah, it's like they tried to splash it in every now and then, but it just it was a little too serious. But still a fun watch. That opening scene though. Oh, it was amazing. Best best title card. <laughs> you ripped off the scalp. I was like, yo! Yeah, best, the title card too. Best title card for a movie that I've seen like years. Nothing compared. It's also getting nicer out. But it hasn't gotten too hot yet. Can't believe it was already almost halfway through the year. 
Two more months. <sighs> two more months that I'm 31. Uh, the years are flying by. I'll be 32. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, my 30s does not remotely feel like what, <laughs> what everybody described it as when I was growing up. Yeah, I still feel like I'm in my 20s, if I'm being honest. It's like, everyone's like, oh, 30's so old. Like, it's really not, though. I crack jokes about it all the time, say I'm an old man and all that. That's just because I want to be, like, perceived that way, so I have an excuse. <laughs> Why don't you want to go out and do all this fun stuff? Ah, because I'm getting old, man. Really, I just want to be at home chilling. <laughs> oh, I just straight up say I have better things to do in my time. <laughs> I'm not, I was like, oh, I'm old. It's like, no, it's not that I'm old. It's just, <laughs> that's such a weird thing to be like, oh, old people do this. So I was like, ah, no, there's plenty of people young who don't do all the stuff that quote unquote young people do. So I did all the young people stuff for a brief time in my early 20s and was like, this is kind of stupid. Like some of it was fun, but I'm just like, meh, do I really need to do that? It's like, like I drank sparsely in my early 20s and then it was like, why did I even start this? This isn't really that much fun. And it costs money. Yeah. Can't believe it took me like 10 years to quit it. 10 whole years. Well, I mean, more than that if we're talking about like illegal stuff. But no. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> legally. <laughs> legally speaking, yeah. Now you just vibe with the water. Yeah. Because hydration is still important. <laughs> the real adult beverage, H2O. Well, I think we can probably wrap things up here. I suppose. As good a time as any. And who knows when we'll be back. <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to follow us on social media that I never update, all our socials are at PNTS Pod. If you'd like to listen to me ramble about movies, I host a show called The K-Cut with a couple of other cinephiles. All our socials are at The K-Cut. If you'd like to follow my journey in going viral... Follow me on TikTok, it's at BTQ Paul, which is all my other socials, but TikTok's the one that's really popping at this very moment. But it's not for my music, it's for being controversial. Controversy sells, man. I say do it more. It really does. Oh, and now I'm at 64,000 views. <laughs> it was 10,000 less than that in the beginning of the episode. Hey. Awesome. Oh, and I'm getting more followers. Nice. Yep. Gotta ramp up the listenership here now. Leverage it. Be like, hey, I got this podcast you should listen to. All right, everybody. That's the show for today. And as I always like to say, collaboration breeds community. Stay hustling. Stay hydrated. Peace. <laughs>